It seems like everyone is talking about the economy right now. It's the economy, stupid. Or is it? This week on the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the BA $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. I'm Ivan Zoot, and I'm happy to have you here for this season number 10, episode number 8, in our continuing conversation about building business in the beauty and barber business. This week, it's the economy, stupid. Do you remember that expression? One of Bill Clinton's strategists, James Carville, is credited with coining the expression, it's the economy, stupid, in the 1992 election between... Bill Clinton, and then incumbent President George H.W. Bush. And the point of the statement, the point of the comment was that at the end of the day, that was the issue of the day that was driving the election. Ultimately, as history will tell us, Bill Clinton won the election. George H.W. Bush was then a one-term president. Are we looking at a similar situation right now? Well, this is not a politics podcast. We're not going that there, but we are going here to talk about the economy. I'm starting to get questions about the economy. I'm getting questions from beauty and barber professionals about what this fourth quarter, this holiday season 2022 is going to shape up like, how it's going to impact people, and what economic impact do I see, feel, or predict will be experienced by our haircutting business. And my comments are as follows. I'll share my thoughts in this podcast. Number one, it's real. Economic concerns are real. People are really thinking about and talking about the economy every single day, whether it's as grassroots, as simple as gasoline prices, or whether it starts to move up the economic ladder to things like um, mortgage interest rates, Uh, and things like consumer spending, GDP, all kinds of things you hear bandied about on the news. All I can say is you have two options when it comes to the economy. You can either just go along for the ride as a passenger, like someone in a little canoe on a river floating down the rapids, or you can pick up an oar. You can pick up a paddle and you can begin to take actions that can have an impact on your economic situation. I love the expression, choose your own economy. I've used it for many, many years when describing one of the single greatest benefits of the beauty and barber business. You have the opportunity to choose your economy. Everyone around you can be suffering from a bad economy, but if you have in place programs and strategies, if you are taking actions, you can have a very, very different economy. History has shown us in every economic downturn, even through the Great Depression, used as you know, one of the largest examples of a disastrous economic situation, even during the Great Depression, there were people and there were businesses that were winning, that were thriving, that were growing, and that were moving ahead. In many cases, because... The owners, managers, and operators felt we have no choice. And I think that's how I feel. I think that's how I would encourage you to feel. You have no choice but to succeed, economy or not, circumstances or situations or not. I think it's about a choice, an active choice, and choosing to win even in the face of a struggling economy. We're going to take a quick break to hear from a sponsor. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about some things you can do to impact your own economy, no matter what the circumstances swirling around you are, 
in our current situation. I'm excited to share these with you here on the $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. We'll be back in a moment. If you know me, you know I love to talk about numbers and one of my favorite sources of numbers to analyze, to chew on, to digest is the back of the house portion of my Booksy account. Booksy is a sponsor here on the podcast and we're happy to have them. Booksy is a cloud-based appointment booking solution designed to help small businesses grow. As the world's leading scheduling platform and marketing place for beauty professionals, Booksy offers a host of in-app software tools such as appointment scheduling, calendar management, online payments, and a suite of managerial functions. That suite of managerial functions is where we get into the data, the stats, the numbers of our business. That's where we can take a look inside our business and begin to analyze, understand, and then of course, the topic of this podcast, take actions on the data that the booking app provides. To learn more, download the Booksy app today or follow Booksy on Instagram at BooksyBiz. Now, back to the podcast. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. Let's talk about number one on the list is rein in your spending. In tight economic times, we want to batten down the hatches. You want to reduce unnecessary spending in big and small ways. In big ways, you want to put off a major purchase. You know, with with interest rates being what they are right now, it's not a great time to borrow money to make a big purchase. Whether that would be an automobile, whether that might be a house or a condo, I will footnote that by saying prices for homes are down. They have peaked and the, the bubble on that has burst. Because as interest rates have risen and money is more expensive, a lot of home buyers have fallen out of the market. Therefore, demand has dropped. And when demand drops, what happens to pricing? Pricing drops. If you're sitting on cash and you were waiting to buy, now might be a great time, but it's about understanding your money. In the meantime, control or rein in your spending. Are there small ways that you can reduce your expenditures? Everything from brown bagging a lunch instead of buying fast food. Those are the types of little savings that over the course of a day and a week and a month add up to real money. When it comes to reducing some of those expenses and reining in your spending, the other side of that is Pay yourself first. You know, you have bills every month. You've got rent or mortgage. You've got maybe a car payment, maybe a cell phone payment, car insurance, health insurance, all all of the cell phone bills, all of the things that you pay every single month. What about you? Are you on the list? Are you paying yourself before you're paying all these other people? Paying yourself first is an old time, old school personal finance uh, maxim, if you will, uh, that many, many, many people who have become wealthy have become wealthy because of that type of philosophy. Pay yourself first is the idea that you're going to set aside a dollar amount and you can do this automatically if you're paid electronically, where you pull this money out of the bank, out of the check, out of your month, every month first, and then you start paying off the other guys. So when you get down to pocket money and discretionary spending and things like that, you've already set aside your monthly money. Paying yourself first could be a powerful strategy 
to get you on your way to long-term financial independence. And the last thing I want to mention on this proactive side is establishing some financial goals. These goals should be both short-term and long-term goals. Short-term goals might be daily, weekly, and monthly savings. And short-term goals should also contain some short-term rewards. I'll get back to that in just a minute. Long-term goals might be things like a home purchase or a piece of investment property, additional big, you know, a, a big vacation, uh, a trip to the other side of the world, someplace fantastic. Um, short-term goals might be a weekend away somewhere or might be paying off uh, a large chunk of credit card debt or uh, an older automobile that you've still got some time left paying on. Short-term financial rewards, um, little things that you can accomplish in a short period of time to make you feel as though your efforts are worth it. Because if you're only saving for or only working towards big things hanging very far out in the future, it's hard to wrap your head around them. You need some things that are closer, that are more relevant and more immediate. So establishing financial goals, both short and long-term and building in some rewards, both short and long-term to keep you focused and motivated in your financial uh, activities, in your financial endeavors, in your financial uh, accomplishments. Little break. We'll be right back. If we're talking money and we're talking money, we're talking about my professional haircutters pricing playbook. If you haven't picked up a copy, I encourage you to do that. It's my 13th book that I've written and the only book I've never finished because it's filled with empty spaces, spaces for you to plug in your numbers, the actual statistics and data of your business. Work the formulas and make decisions. Financial decisions are not made with your gut, your heart, or your head. They're made with a calculator and a pencil. And use a pencil because next week, next month, and next year as your business grows, you'll go back to the book, erase the old numbers, plug in the new numbers, and recalculate. The book will become a living, breathing, growing coaching tool to support you throughout your entire career. Of course, there's a link in the podcast description to order your copy today. Back to the podcast. The other side of economic choice beyond reining in your spending in small and big ways is increasing your revenue. You can keep more of what you get or you can get more in the first place. Increasing revenue is one of the beautiful things about the beauty and barber business. Your friends who have salary jobs, your friends who have hourly paid jobs do not have these options and opportunities available to them. But in the beauty and barber business, we have the ability to make decisions, to take action about the money we make. We can increase the revenue. We can put more money into the system. And my friends, it's not that hard. There are simple things you can do. And you know me, I'm old school. You know me, I'm back to basics. Let's talk about the two things you can do. Number one, you can address your rate of occupancy. And number two, you can address your average ticket. Let's break those down. Rate of occupancy is how busy are you? It's more people in your chair. It's more chances to earn. The more individuals you serve, the more opportunities you have to leverage the things we have at our disposal to generate income. So increasing your rate of occupancy increases your opportunities to take money. 
your chances to earn. Average ticket is the idea that you wanna take more money from each and every opportunity. Each and every client represents an opportunity. You wanna take more money, you wanna charge more money, you wanna generate more revenue from each and every opportunity. And here I'm not talking about price increases. We've delved into price increases in great detail in many other podcast installments. And with the economic circumstances being what they are, I'm assuming at this point in time, price increases for you are a given. In the ad recently, I referenced the Professional Haircutters Pricing Playbook. Obviously, we can go there for lots of conversation. But average ticket, taking more money from each and every client. And these things are back to basics. As far as occupancy is concerned, there's two things we can do to bump up our occupancy. Two core things we can do. There's lots of things we can do. But the two I focus on, number one, is asking for referrals. And number two is rebooking. Our referrals are rebooking. Our. These were cornerstones of my Barber Like a Pirate program, which is still out there and available in many formats. But referrals and rebooking. New people to fill your chair and fill your appointment book and the same people that are in your book coming back more often to give you more money. Rate of occupancy, referrals, and rebooking. An average ticket, we've either got services or products, that's what we sell. We either need to sell more services or we need to sell more products. We need each and every client in our chair taking home, take home hair care product with them, and we need each and every client in our chair purchasing additional services. Now is a great time to assess your service menu to identify where are there other things I can be doing to serve my customers and to make more money. I'll give you the bonus idea right now and that is the easiest way to make money in our business. The fastest way to make more money in our business. The least amount of labor and the greatest amount of profit per service is conditioning treatments. There's so many conditioning treatments that you can offer. You can offer scalp conditioning, you can offer moisturizing, you can offer protein infusion, you can offer demineralization. There are so many conditioning products and services out there, all of which are materials you would purchase to use that are proportionally fairly low in cost and carry high value in the eyes of your consumer. We're talking about services where you might pay less than a dollar for the material necessary to execute the service and you might charge 10, 20, 30, 40, $50 for that service. And when a conditioning treatment is applied and it needs to sit, that gives you opportunity to do another haircut. We call that making money in your sleep. A client is receiving a technical service from you while another client is receiving a non-labor heavy Obviously, you have to put it on, you have to rinse it off, but in between, go do another haircut. Conditioning treatments, conditioning treatments. One last break, and we'll wrap up the podcast. The bottom line here, it's the economy, stupid, and you can choose your own economy. I want you to choose your own economy. You're going to get the economy you want. You're going to get the economy you deserve based on your actions. But the bottom line is, it's back to basics. It's non-sexy, it's roll up your sleeves, it is the hard work of the beauty and barber business. And I think the exciting thing is the hard work, it's just not that hard. I like to say it's simple, but it's not easy. We do simple things 
And the challenge lies in doing those simple things, every client, every haircut, every visit, every time. Consistency, doing those simple things with consistency and doing those simple things at an extraordinarily high level of effectiveness. Meaning, the vast number of times we execute, we are successful. Increasing your rate of occupancy, increasing your average ticket, using referrals and rebooking, using service and product sales, reining in your spending in big and small ways, and you can have the economy you wish to have in any economic climate or circumstance. I'm Ivan Zood. I'm so very happy to have you here for the podcast with me. Every week, a new episode on Sundays, 2 p.m. Central Time. We go live, subscribe, and never, ever miss a podcast. I want to help you build and grow your business. You know where to find me. If you have questions, please reach out. Until next time, have a great week.